Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. Say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. What is it that millionaires are doing that you and I aren't, and why aren't we doing it too? Look, I don't want to accumulate a bunch of money to have a bunch of useless stuff or to show off for my friends. I want it for the financial security it'll provide, to be financially independent so that one day I work because I want to, not because I have to. So I've been studying the habits of millionaires for a while, trying to figure out how they got to where they are and what I might be able to learn from their experience. 79% of millionaires receive no inheritance at all, so millionaires are made, not born. And a lot of how they're made seems to come down to habit. I'm sure there are tons of videos dissecting what Elon Musk eats for breakfast or what Warren Buffett's morning routine is, but those people got to where they are on way more than habit, and their lives are so different from the rest of us that any comparisons probably wouldn't be relatable. In this video, I'm focusing on what regular Joe millionaires do and what habits support them in their journey. First of all, though, we need to define what a millionaire is and what it isn't. A lot of people, when they think of a millionaire, think of somebody with a million dollars in liquid assets, cash, stocks, bonds, gold bars, Pokemon cards, whatever. Somebody who could spend a million dollars tomorrow. But that's really a different level. When we talk about a millionaire here, we're talking about somebody with a net worth of a million dollars or more. Somebody whose assets minus liabilities or debts is more than a million dollars. The difference is that net worth includes illiquid things like your home equity, vacation rentals, cars, boats, and your polo pony. And that's how people can be closer than they think to that magic number. Start early and contribute to a 401k for several years, and you can easily surpass the million dollar mark. Or if you've got a paid off home worth the median US home price of $416,000, you're more than halfway there already. And before you go crazy in the comment section, I get it, it's easier said than done. There's tons of opportunities for best laid plans to go off the rails. Average people can barely find $600, let alone $6,000 to squirrel away. But hear me out, do you wanna be average or do you wanna be extraordinary? Habits lay the foundation for excellence. So here are five key habits of millionaires that I've observed. First, they spend less than they make. Okay, that's probably glaringly obvious, but it's also the crucial first step, because without a surplus, that is money left over, there's no possible way to build savings. And regardless of whether you think it's possible for you to save, that's the first step. It's the difference between earning to spend and building wealth. How do they do this? That's the second habit. They prioritize. They know what they're spending their money on, and they know what they don't spend their money on. Dave Ramsey calls it giving every dollar a job. You can call it having a budget or not, but what it really means is that money is being spent intentionally and on purpose rather than obliviously and indiscriminately. You don't have to live like a monk or go on a crazy spending diet if you're not deeply in debt right now. And no one's saying you can't take that dream vacation to McPherson, Kansas. But the millionaire mentality is to have priorities. And if you really are dead set on taking that vacation, maybe you're okay driving your 10-year-old car one more year. Or if you've got to get a new car, maybe that vacation will have to wait. Wealth is about what you accumulate, not what you spend. We all have priorities, I'm sure, but millionaires seem to have a clearer picture of what theirs are and how they're going to stick to them. And the best way to stick to priorities is to make prioritizing into a habit by building a system. That's the third habit of millionaires. They create systems for their habits, both with money and otherwise. James Clear and Charles Duhigg have written two of the most important books on habit formation and why it matters. And if you have any interest in building a better life for yourself and haven't read The Power of Habit or Atomic Habits, go read them as soon as you finish this video. One of the best ways to change long-term behavior is with short-term positive feedback. Good habits often have negative consequences in the near term and positive ones later, so you've got to do something that makes you feel good about it in the moment. 
Jerry Seinfeld has talked a lot about his productivity system for writing jokes, and it can be summarized in four words. Don't break the chain. I don't know if he still uses a literal red X on a paper calendar or not, but the idea is once you get enough inertia behind you, your only goal becomes to not stop. Marking an X on a calendar, seeing that chain growing, that's one way to feel good about making better long-term choices. That consistency has arguably been a major factor in his towering success in comedy. By not breaking the chain, Seinfeld has an extensive library of jokes from which to pull, he's always got new material, and he's kept his skills sharp. That's the power of habit. And building systems to facilitate habit creation and support execution is the kind of thing millionaires do. Not just with money, but with their lives as well. Though it's not hard to see how being more productive in life might reflect in your paycheck. Millionaires put their own psychology to work when they create systems. They follow the four laws James Clear talks about in his book. Make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Specifically with money, they automate savings, paying themselves first. Eight out of ten millionaires invested in their company's 401k program. That's automated savings. It comes out of every paycheck before you even see it. And there's usually a free money booster involved, the company match. Even without a match, it's still worth using the plan for the automated aspect that has that psychological benefit. You never feel poorer because the money came out of your paycheck before you saw it. Whereas if you have to manually transfer money to savings, you feel like you've lost something and nobody wants to feel like they lost money. I suppose some of this is self-awareness or at least self-honesty. Humans seem to be predisposed to overestimate their own talents or willpower. Millionaires recognize that they aren't perfect and they need systems to help keep them on track. I know myself. I lack self-discipline. I'll spend the same dollar I think I have twice without realizing it. So I've had to put a system in place to make sure that what I want to have happen with my money happens. And now it's totally automated, so I really only have to think about it once a year when I update the amounts. Leave a comment below if you want me to make a dedicated video about my own money management system. Look, obviously I'm a big believer in making things easy and automatic, and that's a common trait of millionaires as well. If it can be automated, they do it. Why take up valuable mental real estate worrying about something that could be automated? Automate your credit card minimum payment so you never miss it. Calendar key payment dates so you don't forget. And manage your tasks with an app so that you never forget a great idea. As David Allen has said time and time again, your mind is for having ideas, not storing them. Speaking of David Allen and his work on getting things done, millionaires make concrete, actionable plans for how, when, and where they're going to achieve their goals. You want to save money and spend less on food? Don't go to the store without a list. 85% of millionaires use a written grocery list, for instance. It's not enough to say, I'm going to save a million dollars for retirement. You got to be specific and say, I'm going to max out my Roth IRA by saving $220 from every paycheck and investing in index funds at Vanguard or Fidelity or Schwab. Smaller steps done consistently can drive massive outcomes, whether it's saving more, losing weight, learning a new skill, or making a difference in the world. If you're 30 years old today and started investing $6,500 a year in a Roth IRA until you're 65, at an average 8% interest rate, you'd have more than $1.3 million tax-free. If you started at 25, the numbers are even better. You'd have more than $2 million. Now, I get it. $6,500 a year sounds like a lot. But if you break it down, that's $17.81 a day. Or the difference between eating out in restaurants a couple times a week and cooking a few more meals at home. The final habit, and it's a habit in the true sense of being a routine performed regularly, is, by and large, millionaires don't get caught up in living like how they think a millionaire is supposed to live. 
This concept is drilled over and over in the book The Millionaire Next Door, and the concept of rejecting comparison spending underpins the financially independent retire early or fire movement. Most of the people you see living a life of conspicuous or even ostentatious consumption don't have a lot of actual wealth. They might have high incomes that support lavish spending, but they're not wealthy. We're surrounded by people who drive expensive cars or have homes in expensive neighborhoods, and it's easy to get caught up in the peer pressure to upgrade our standard of living as our income increases. Or worse, as the standard of living of our friends increases, regardless of whether our own paycheck has gone up. I'm going to make a bold statement here. If the only way you can afford to buy a car is to lease it, you can't afford that car. While some millionaires may spend on luxury cars, many have made the decision they're okay driving a reliable used car instead. Indeed, 25% of millionaires haven't bought a car in four or more years. If you can get over the desire to keep up with your neighbors and drive an older car for longer or live in a house no bigger than you need, and you invest that savings, you'll be well on your way to becoming a millionaire yourself. And in case you think I'm trying to be preachy here or that I think I've got it all figured out, I'm not and I don't. I've struggled to adopt these habits myself, especially that last one. And it wasn't until the Porsche I was driving 10 years ago needed $5,000 in work that I seriously reevaluated my monetary priorities, sold that car, and bought the Ford I'm still driving to this day. As a car guy, would I have loved to have had a couple new cars over that time frame? <laughs> yeah! But not as much as I've enjoyed not having a car payment, saving for retirement, and spending more time with the people who matter to me in life. I'm not a millionaire. At least not yet. But the math says I'm probably going to get there eventually if I stick to my plan. And despite this pervasive feeling that getting ahead is impossible, becoming a millionaire can be an achievable goal for many, especially if you practice these five habits many millionaires have adopted. There's a whole lot more, but these are five things I noticed. What have you seen successful people do? What do you feel is overrated or underrated? Let me know in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching. And until next time, we don't have a problem. We've got an opportunity.